The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... sesame to every portal, the great equalizer in the world, the true philosopher's stone which transmutes all the base metal of humanity into gold. Yes, work is the true magic that turns the trick. And while most of us pay lip service to that belief, so many of us spend so much time looking for an easier, more pleasant magic, which is why we have stories like the one you're about to hear. Hello? Is that you, Mr. Perry Lawson? Uh, yes. Uh, Mr. Poole? Well, what seems to be the trouble? They tried to kill me. Now, why should anyone want to kill you? You're the stone. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're the stone. Uh, well, there's nothing to worry about. Well, there's everything to worry about. You'd better get over here. But I'll lose my job. You'd better come. Just try again. Mr. Poole? Mr. Poole? in part by Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. What a beautiful word is faith. What a heartwarming concept. What a glorious way of life. And yet faith is not only for dreamers and idealists, no matter how cold or cruel or practical you may find the world, it is still fueled and fired by faith. We must have faith that all of us will keep our agreements and perform our duties. Faith that the person who is driving knows enough to keep in his or her own lane. Faith. Let us meet a man who has put faith on a practical, everyday basis. He is Harry Lawson, assistant manager of the Valley Federal Bank. Are uh, you waiting to see me? Uh, are you the person who lends money? Well, it depends on how much you need. Well, I don't need much. Well, then I'm the one you want to see, so I uh, want you to sit down, please. Uh, thank you. Uh, my name is Poole, Lester Poole. It's an old English name. Uh, yes, yes. Now, uh, how much money do you need? Well, how much money does any man really need? Uh, oh, but I suppose you require... Specific rather than a, a philosophic answer. Yes, it would help. One hundred dollars. hundred dollars? Is that too much? Uh, well, actually, it may be too little. Uh, but I, I really don't need more at this time. See, well, do you have a, a job or a, a source of income? Well, if I had either, I, I shouldn't be here for a loan. Are you saying that you're uh, unemployed? Oh, no. Oh, uh, well, where do you work? At home, on my own pursuits. Uh, well, uh, well, can you put up any collateral? Mm, of what nature? Well, uh, something that is worth $100. 
Uh, are you saying I have to have a hundred dollars before I can borrow a hundred dollars? I am sorry, but I didn't write the rules. You know, without collateral of some kind. Oh, but I, I do have collateral, sir. Oh, well, in what form? I, what is it worth? Well, I, I suppose you could say it's worth all the wealth in the world. Oh, what is it? I have it here in my pocket. I carry it with me at all times. See? <laughs> but what is it? Well, what does it appear to be? Well, it looks like a marble. But actually, it's, it's made of agate. Yeah, well, that's what I said. It looks like a marble. You know, the kind of thing kids play marbles with? I mean, is this your collateral? This is worth $100? But first, I'll tell you what it is. Then you can tell me what it's worth. Sir, this happens to be... The Philosopher's Stone. Oh, no, surely you've heard of the Philosopher's Stone? Well, yes, I, I think so. It, it was the most widely sought secret of the ancient and medieval worlds. It could turn base metals into gold. Uh, uh, all right, right here on my desk, my nameplate. A base metal. Turn it to gold and your problem is solved. Oh, well, I, I can't do it. But you say that thing is the Philosopher's Stone. It is. Well, then why don't you use it? I, uh, I don't know how. <laughs> well, then how can you be sure it's what you claim? Uh, you think I'm, I'm mad? Uh, sir, I, 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 I really don't know how I could possibly approve this loan. I do need the money very badly. Oh, uh, well, tell me, uh, how can you be sure that it's the uh, philosopher's stone? Oh, sometimes I look into it. I see these cloudy blue and gray colors become misty and dissolve and turn into to forms and shapes. Oh, what kind of forms oh, and shapes? Look for yourself. Maybe you can see them, too. Hold it up to the light. Ah, yeah. Do you see anything? Well, I don't, don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, do, do you see the smoke and, and the steam? Do, do you see stone walls of the old alchemist laboratory? Do you? Well, I, I don't know. Oh, but I know. I know this is the Philosopher's Stone. But how to use it? I'm sorry, I, I took up your time, sir. Mr. Poole. Hmm? Uh, I'm going to make an exception in your case. I, I'll lend you the hundred dollars. I am going to take a chance on you. But you are not taking any chance at all. Here's the stone. Well, I, I, I wouldn't know how to use it either. Here, fill out this form. Yeah, but I insist you accept this as collateral. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <sighs> now, this is a 30-day note. No, 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 don't leave it lying around in your desk drawer. Lock it away in your deepest, most secure vault. It'll be safe enough here, Mr. Poole. No, there's blood on that stone. Look, look at it closely sometime. Uh, there are those who would kill for it. Now, just sign the form and I'll give you your hundred dollars. And in 30 days, when you repay the money, you may redeem the stone. But guard it. Please believe me. Guard the stone with your life. Oh, yes, Mrs. Jeffries. Please, come in. Oh, first... Here's your blue tie. Oh, I thank you. Thank you. Now, I borrowed it, and you're thanking me for bringing it back. 
<laughs> but I told you, Mrs. Jeffries, if you see something around here that you need and I'm not using it, well, just just feel free. Well, the, the mister needed a blue tie to go with his blue suit. Uh, he had to see about a job this morning. Oh, gee, I hope he got it. Yeah, he got it this morning. He lost it this afternoon. That's par for the course. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason had to have a pen for school, so we come up here and took one of yours. But he he lost it someplace, so it's gone. Oh, well, that's, that's all right. So... No, no, it ain't all right, but uh, let's leave it go. Uh, getting down to business, it, uh, it's already the tenth of the month. <clears throat> yes, I know. Yeah, uh, so uh, where's the rent? Well, can you wait till Friday, uh, payday? Oh, up to your old tricks, huh? What do you mean? Well, you know what I mean. You've been lending people money again, out of your own pocket. And that's why you're short, huh? Well, what am am I going to do when I know a person really needs the money and and can't qualify for a loan? I thought you was going to cut that out. You're going to lose your job. I mean, that that brother of yours, he's going to put up with just so much, and then... Yeah, 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 I, I know. A uh, person walks in, you got to ask for... Uh, what's that thing again? Collateral. Yeah, yeah well, that's the way it's got to be, understand? Starting tomorrow, you ask for that old uh, collateral. Yeah, well, actually, I, I started today. Yeah? Well, maybe we got an age of miracles coming up. <laughs> you should see what I accepted for collateral on one loan today. Yeah? Uh, what? Uh... Miss, Mrs. Jeffries, I, I want you to look at this. And, uh, tell me what you think it is. <laughs> it's a marble. Like the kind Jason plays with. Yeah, yeah, but, but hold it up to the light now. Look, look, look uh, closely. Uh, yeah. Uh, tell me. Tell me what you see. <laughs> What's to see? Look closely. Uh, I still don't see nothing. Well, what are the colors? Oh, uh, blue and gray. Uh, yeah. Do they look like like clouds? Uh, they could be clouds. Uh, do, do they seem to be moving? Uh, no. You don't see any forms or, or any shapes? What do you want? It's just an ordinary marble. Here. Well, thank you, Mrs. Jeffries. For what? Uh, see if you can uh, swing the rent by the end of the week, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely try. Yeah. Good night. Oh, uh... How you doing with that uh, Miss uh, Roselawn? Oh, well, I... I know. Uh... You didn't do nothing. Uh... I thought we decided you was going to ask her out to dinner. You know, we, we compromised on lunch, remember? So? Well, I'm working up to it. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to live that long. Oh, Mrs. Jeffrey, she, she, she's, re- she's really very beautiful. I can't imagine why she would want to go out with me. Yeah. Why do I even bother? Well, uh, <clears throat> good morning, Miss Roselawn. Oh, good morning, Mr. Lawson. Yes, I, uh, I understand my brother, Dennis Lawson, he wants to see me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, I'd better go in and see him then. <laughs> yes, Mr. Lawson. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a very pretty morning, wouldn't you say, Miss Roselawn? Oh, I would say so. Harry, will you come in here? Oh, oh uh, please, excuse me, Miss Roselawn. Yes, Dennis. And shut the door. Yeah, yes, sir, certainly. Oh, if you'd spend more time on banking business. I merely paused half the time. Down. I, 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 yes, Dennis. I promised, Papa. I promised. You'd always have a job in the bank. But you're making it hard for me. Difficult. Impossible. 
Here, for instance, this. Do you recognize it? Uh, Jack, it's a personal loan for $100. The fellow has no job, no visible means of support. And you give it to him on his signature. No, 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 no. Actually, there, there is collateral. Where? Well, what? Uh, on the bottom line, uh, 13. You, you read, read what it says. Uh, collateral one philosopher's stone. What is this? Well, you, you've, you've heard of the Philosopher's Stone. You know, the device by which the medieval alchemist could turn base metals into gold. Harry, I've got a very busy morning here. Yeah, but, but here, look, look. This is it. This is what? The Philosopher's Stone. Oh, I don't know how to handle this anymore. I swore to Papa on his deathbed. And before she died, Mama made me swear to you'd always have the job. The desk out of the main lobby where everyone could see it. With a nameplate, Harry Lawson, assistant vice president. I, I'm, I'm sorry you get so upset there. Upset? <laughs> Who's upset? I go home and I yell at my wife. I smack the kids. I kick the dog, but upset. Now, now you promised Mom and Papa you'd give me a job. But I never promised I'd stay here. Now, you know, you know, I could leave. And go where and do what? Now, listen, Harry. The very next time someone applies for a loan, I don't care if it's for 15 cents. You bring it in here. Do you understand? Yes, sure, Dennis. Yes? Oh, I have a call here for Mr. Harry Lawson. It's from a Mr. Lester Poole. Yes, switch it to his desk. Well, this Mr. Poole says he can't wait. It's a matter of life and death. Yeah, I can imagine. It's for you. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, one moment, Mr. Lawson. Hello? Is that you, Mr. Harry Lawson? Yes, yes. Uh, speak another few words so that I may be sure. Well, what seems to be the trouble, Mr. Poole? Yes, yes, I, I suppose it's you. Listen, they tried to kill me. Who tried to kill you? I don't know. They. Well, why should anyone want to kill you, Mr. Poole? Oh, they tracked me down. They're after me. But why should anyone be after you? Oh, the stone, you fool, the Oh. Oh, yes. Is it safe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the janitor hadn't heard and, and called the police, I would have been murdered. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, you must come over here. You must come over here at once. But I have to be at my desk, Mr. Poole. Oh, you don't believe me. Please, you've got to come over here. Mr. Poole? Mr. Poole? Uh, Dennis? Look, look, Dennis, something has come up. I, uh, I'm wondering, do you suppose I could take the morning off? You want the morning off? Yeah, well, it does have to do with bank business. Yeah, oh, of course. Go right ahead. Take the morning. Take the afternoon. Take as much time as you need. And don't worry. We'll manage to struggle along here somehow without you. they will. So, here we have Harry Lawson, not a very efficient or effective person, but can we be sure of that? So far, all we have seen is the surface. Is there something underneath? Is there more here than meets the eye? Obviously. But for that, you must wait for Act Two.
unexpected always happens. This being so, why do we marvel at it? Why are we always taken by surprise? We read a book, see a film, witness a play, and in many of them we encounter surprises that we reject as completely far-fetched. But why? Think of some of the events that take place almost every day in the so-called real life. What writer of fiction would dare to use them? Who, who is it? It's me, Harry Lawson. Oh, just a minute. It's coming. It's coming quickly. Were you followed? Why, why should anyone follow me? Where were you? Well, I don't think so. Are you sure? What's happened here? Look at this place. All the furniture is knocked around. I told you. They came after me. Who? They wore trench coats and... Oh, it, it must have been stocking masks around their heads. Well, how many were there? Two. But big husky fellows. What did they do? What they did the last time. Oh, it's happened before. Oh, they, they keep tracking me down. They want the stone. You do have the stone. Yes, right here. Oh, no. No, you didn't bring it with you. Oh, well, you just have to go right back to the bank as soon as possible. That's why I gave it to you as collateral, so that it would be safe. Oh, how fortunate. These fellows thoroughly ransack the place, as you can see. What can I do for you? This money you lent me, I shall be able to repay it in 30 days. Uh, I hope so. At which time I, I shall reclaim my property, of course. Oh, yeah, you're entitled to it. Yeah, but, but you've been quite kind. You trusted me. You you had faith in me. Uh, I'm, I'm really not very smart. Oh, but you are. You are. Oh, thank you, but you, you don't have to flatter me. Well, you may be very smart without being aware of it. Tell me something. Uh, the president of the bank, Mr. Dennis Lawson, he's your brother? Yes. Mm, I thought so. He, he looked too young to be your father. It explains a great deal. Well, just what does it explain? Uh, well, while I was waiting in the lobby to see you, I had a chance to, to observe the situation in the bank. I saw Mr. Dennis Lawson come out of the office marked president. I saw him glance in your direction. I saw him shake his head sadly. Uh, told me everything. Uh, Dennis and I, despite certain... Well, well we're, we're, we're quite fond of each other. Really. Mm. Here we have two brothers. One is tall, outgoing, with a, a commanding personality, and dominating presence. And the other is... Well, if you'll forgive my saying so, it's, it's light, shy, retiring, timid. Well, I suppose it's how we were born. And also how you were raised. You were completely overwhelmed by Dennis, weren't you? Well, I, I was sickly, and Dennis always looked out for me and took care of me. And did your thinking for you? No. No, that isn't true. Well, if you say so. Oh, look, I I came here in the middle of a busy day to see what it was you wanted. I wanted to tell you I was grateful. And a tangible token of that gratitude, I, I want to tell you that you are free to use the stone while it remains in your possession. Um, well, uh, thank you. Now, if you'll excuse me... Oh, no, don't dismiss me so quickly. 
let the stone help you. How? I'll tell you how to use it. I thought you said that you didn't know how to use it. Oh, it doesn't work for me. But who's to say it wouldn't work for you? Your business is lending money. Your problem is determining whether the loan is a good investment. True? Yes. Now, the next time that you are asked for a loan, listen carefully to the proposition and look at the stone. Yes? And then what? Oh, that's all. But what's supposed to happen? The stone must tell you. What will it tell me? Well, it will give you some sort of a sign. On the other hand, it may not give you any sign at all. <sighs> I see. Oh, you still think I'm mad. <laughs> well, aren't you? But would you feel any better if I told you I was completely sane? Remember, sanity is a kind of madness, too. Now, remember, look at the stone. You promise? All right. I will. And guard it with your life. What do you want? Are you the janitor? No, I'm the king of England. What do you want? Well, I, I'd like to ask you about Mr. Lester Poole. Oh, yeah. The limey. Well, yes, I believe he is an Englishman. He's also a loon. I understand that two, uh, two men broke into his apartment. Who says so? And I understand that you had to call the police. You, uh, a friend of his? Yeah, well, I suppose so. Listen, he's one of them guys that thinks somebody's after him. You see what I mean? Huh? So it's real to him. He sees him in the apartment. He fights with him. <laughs> I mean, it gets rough. He even breaks up the furniture. But it's all upstairs, up there in his mind. Are you sure? Look, I go through this once, twice a month with the cops. You see, we get up there... The trench coat guys are always gone. Oh. He, uh, he doesn't work. Him? Nah, nah. He pokes around with his books all day. Well, how does he live? He's a remittance man. You know what that is? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what he told me. He's, he's like uh, the black sheep of this big-time family in England. They send him money to stay away. Every month he gets a letter with money. Hey, I know. I hold it up to the light. I can see the check inside. Yeah, and, and all these attacks, uh, these men in the trench coats were after him. It's all part of his imagination? What can I tell you? He's a nut. Nice, but a first-class fruit. You wish to buy a house and a hundred acres where? On Resident Road. Well, that's way out in the uh, the northwest, isn't it? I'd like it to be further, but I can't find anything else, so... Well, that's desolate country up there, isn't it? I like it. Yes. You know, I see that this house is, uh... Oh, it's badly in need of repair. I don't mind. I, I can do plumbing, carpentry, roofing, electrical work. Yes, well, uh, how much of a mortgage do you want from us? $30,000. Oh. Well, Mr. Crum, I'll... Uh, would you excuse me a moment, please? I have to see someone. Mr. Lawson? Is uh, my brother Dennis in? Oh, no, he's not. Oh, well, will he be back soon? Oh, no, sir. He had to go to Chicago. Oh, then he won't be back today. Or tomorrow either. Well, well then who's in charge? You are, Mr. Lawson. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I, I uh, <clears throat> suppose I am. 
Well, Miss Roselawn, it's a lovely afternoon. Wouldn't you say so? Oh, I, I would say so. Yes. Well, well, you let me know if uh, something has to be done. Oh, certainly. Mr. Crum, <clears throat> I've been uh, looking over this application of yours. And? You, I, I, I'm still, still looking over it. I sometimes use one of those things, too. One of which things? I call it a worry stone. You you hold it in your hand and... But that looks more like a marble. Oh, oh yes. Uh, yes, it does. I notice you just keep looking at it. Yes. Do you hear that? Hear what? Mr. Crum, listen. To what? Do you mean you don't hear anything? No, sir. I don't hear anything. You... You okay, Mr. Larson? Watson. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, as I said, I uh, I have been looking over your application. Now, you uh, you want a fairly large sum of money to buy a piece of property that's well, that's practically a wreck, and the acreage is well. Look, let, let me put it this way: it's probably the only place in the entire United States where land values haven't gone up. Therefore, it's okay. Okay, I've been turned down everywhere. I understand. I guess it's crazy. Well, maybe. But I shall not turn you down, Mr. Crump. You... You won't? No, sir. I admire your spirit. Hey, that's great. You mean you're going to give me a mortgage? Well, I am... Uh, I'm going to recommend it. Very strongly. I have an opportunity to buy a publishing house. Yes, well, have you any experience as a publisher? Well, no, but um, I've had considerable experience as a person who reads. Oh, well, uh, what makes you think you'd be successful? Well, I'd publish only books that have literary merit and in, that are in good taste. Yeah, well, Mr. Burnside, you know, while I appreciate your ambitions uh, and approve, well, we are bankers. Now, you're asking for $40,000. Well, it's not really very much, considering what I can buy for it. Yes, but how can you secure the loan? Well, I have stock, a thousand shares of Western American. Oh. Well, uh, what was it selling for this morning? It's been trading at about uh, $20 a share, I believe. $20? Uh, for a thousand shares, that's 20000 And you want to borrow forty? Uh, sir, Western American's a very solid stock. Well, yes, I it's agree. It's grossly undervalued. Well, yeah, I'm sure. It... One day, it'll, it'll surely sell for a hundred. Well, that is what many people say. However, when will that day arrive? I mean, if ever. I suppose I can guess your answer. Mr. Lawson? Yeah. That's a very pretty little marble. Hmm. Well, you keep looking at it and looking at it. Do, do you think you see something in that stone? Mr. Lawson? Do I see something in it? Where's that coming from? I beg your pardon, Mr. Lawson? That sound. Well, I'm afraid I don't understand. I suppose there's no point to wasting any more of your time. Uh, what did you say? It was a dream. I know in my heart I could make a go of it, but I have no way of proving it to anyone. So that's the end of it. No, no. No, I, I wouldn't say so, Mr. Burnside. I... I am going to approve your loan. You'll... 
You'll give me the money? Uh, no, no, I'll approve the loan. That's all I can promise you. Oh, uh, good morning, Mr. Roselawn. It's a beautiful morning. Wouldn't you say so? Oh, yes, I, I would say so. Well, isn't my brother back from Chicago? Oh, well, he would be delayed. He's in the hospital. Oh? Uh, they don't know if it's just strain or a nervous breakdown, but he'll have to be there for at least a few weeks. Oh, my God, I'd better go and see him. Oh, how, sir? You're in charge of the bank. That's right. You'll have to approve all loan applications. But my brother said that I... Your brother isn't here. Well, shouldn't I wait for him to come back? Oh, we don't know when that will be. Ah, uh, I'll have to think about it. something to think about. You've heard some of the loan applications. Without being too technical, if you were a banker, would you approve? Because basically, that's what banking is all about. The banker's ability to judge the character of his borrower. And in a larger sense, isn't judgment of character what all life is about? If you don't know the answer, you may find it in Act 3. twentieth century, trust had become an ugly word. It referred in the popular mind to the mammoth monopolies that were bilking the public out of billions of dollars every year. They were called trusts because originally they had been set up as trust companies, presumably because they were supposed to inspire public confidence and trust. But trust, no matter how it may be abused, is still the basic pillar that upholds our social order. Without it, civilized life would be impossible. Mr. Lawson. Oh, yes, Mrs. Jeffries. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Well, I come up to find out because I didn't hear you leaving for work this morning. Oh. Something wrong? Well, I've been putting it off. You see, Mrs. Jeffries, my brother's away. Yeah, I heard. So, uh... This is your chance. What chance? To run a bank the way you think it ought to be run. Oh, Mrs. Jeffries. You mean it was all just shooting the breeze? Conversation? You didn't mean what you said? Ah, uh, yeah, we say a great many things. Oh, eh? you've got no business saying what you don't mean. You're the one who said banks should give people the opportunity to become something better. A bank should bet on a person's integrity. You did say that. Yes. Did you mean it? Well, I did at the time, but now I am not so sure. Well, why were you so sure then? Because I had no opportunity. I mean, I, I had no authority to put those ideas into actual practice. Well, now with Brother Dennis out of the way, you do. Yes. Oh, oh I, I'm afraid. Well, it's always good to be a little bit afraid. Meanwhile, you better go to work. Well, I suppose there's no way out of it. Still scared of Brother Dennis, huh? Yes. You want to be scared of him for the rest of your life? No. Good. Now, uh, how are we doing with that uh, Miss Rose lawn? Oh, 
Carl, I haven't asked her. Why not? I think I'd die if she turned me down. Look, you won't die. And it'll be her loss. Just look her in the eye and say, um, uh, let's go out to dinner. Maybe lunch? Just do something. Good morning, Miss Roselawn. Oh, good morning. Any word when my brother will be coming back? Oh, no, sir. You still have to decide one way or the other on those several loan applications. Uh, I know. I've decided that I will approve. Yes. And now, Miss Roselawn, why don't we... Uh, Yes. Mr. Lawson? Why don't we have those applications on my desk for my signature as soon as possible? Oh, uh, yes, Mr. Lawson. Come in, Harry. Dennis, you're back. Close the door. Wow, how do you feel, Dennis? Sit down, Harry. Oh, you look a little bit drawn. You peek it. I should have stayed in Chicago. I was having a nice, quiet little breakdown. I was even enjoying it. But I realized that you were here running things. Well, we're still in business, Dennis. But for how much longer? Look at these. No, no. I must be calm. My pulse must not race. My heart must not pound. Harry, dear little brother... Why did you approve a mortgage that's three times what the house is worth on the open market? Well, the man who wanted to borrow the money deserved to have the... Uh, you won't answer that question. All right, on to the next. A man wants to borrow $40,000 to go into a highly speculative venture. Yes, well, I think he has the ability to succeed. But you cannot secure a $40,000 loan with $20,000 worth of stock. But it's a good stock. It can go up. And it can also go down... No. No, I... I will be quiet. Harry? What have you done to me? I'm sorry, Dennis. I I thought what I... I did was right. But you don't know what's right. That is what you have been telling me all of my life. Mr. Lawson... What is it? Have you seen the morning paper? No, what's in it? Oh, look, sir. The news is out, finally. They're going to build the new international airport off Resolute Road in the Northwest. Where does it say that? Oh, it's the headline, sir. Resolute Road. Uh, Isn't that where the gentleman borrowed money to buy that house? I believe you approved that loan, Mr. Lawson. Harry, you know what that man's property will be worth now. No, 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 you must be calm, Dennis. Well, I'm starting to feel better. Mr. Lawson's office. Oh, one moment, Mr. Knight. It's your broker, Mr. Lawson. All right. Uh, Hello, Tom. What? Uh, Am I sorry I didn't buy it when you told me to? Uh, Buy what? They did. Oh. And you say it's still a bargain at 40. I'll call you back. Dennis. Dennis, what's wrong? Wrong. That stock. The fellow used to pledge the loan. This Western American. They just found oil. The stock's going wild. Harry, how did you do it? What do you know? Tell me. I 
fooled you. It's the stone. It's the philosopher's oh, stone. Oh, no jokes. No, it's true. Oh, I should have known better. Why did I even bother to ask? I'll tell you. In your own quiet way, all these years, you read, you study, you observed. Didn't everybody know we had to build another airport? Where else could it go except in the Northwest along Resolute Road and Western American, the most soundly managed company in the world? Everybody knew how undervalued the stock was. Oh, Harry, you're a genius. But, Dennis, I... Go out there. Run the place. Yes. Now, for what purpose do you wish to make this loan? Well, I want to buy out my partner. I see. He's older than I am, but that doesn't mean he's smarter, does it? Uh, would you excuse me a moment? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, where, where, where is that? Is uh, something wrong, uh, Mr. Austin? No, listen, could you come back in an hour or so? No, no just come back later. Mrs. Jeffries. Mrs. Jeffries. All right, all right, I'm coming. You don't have to keep yelling like that. Come in here. So what's the problem? Uh, Mrs. Jeffries, hmm? now, you know that marble I showed you, uh, the, the blue and gray marble? So? So? Where is it? I take it to work with me every morning. Well, why do you take a marble to work with you every morning? But this morning, I forgot. Oh, I remember now. It was right, right here where I always keep it on the dresser. I need that marble. <laughs> Never in all my life since you've been living here did I ever see you get excited. I have to have that marble. Now, it was put up as collateral uh, for a loan which will be repaid on the first. And then the borrower will claim it. Oh, you ain't running a bank. It's a nuthouse. Please, have you seen that stone? Uh, now that you mention it, I, I, I give it to Jason. You gave it to Jason? Well, he was going to play in a marbles tournament, and I, I thought it would be a winner, but... I was wrong. It was a loser. A loser? He lost it. To whom? I don't know. He don't know. There were kids there from all over the city. Mrs. Jeffries! All right, all right. No problem. I'll get it back for you, huh? You've got to. You must. Yeah, yeah. You, you just sit here. Don't do nothing. Don't go nowhere. Just sit here. <laughs> How long did it take? Were you able to... Were you able sure. to... Sure. What do you think? <laughs> Here it is. Are you sure that this is... The... Sure, I'm sure. Jason told me what the kid looked like, and I found him. Oh, I, I don't know. But look at it. See? Gray and blue, huh? Yeah, it does look very much like... In the... But you could have bought one. Mr. Lawson, would I do a thing like that? It had better be the right one. That's all I have to say. Ah, good morning, Mr. Lawson. Oh, Mr. Poole. Good morning. The 30 days are up. I have here your $100. Oh, thank you. And you have my uh, collateral? Yes, indeed I do. And here it is. Ah, what a beautiful little stone. I never cease to marvel at the beautiful blend of colors. Truly one of a kind, wouldn't you agree? Yes, truly. Uh, uh, tell me, Mr. Lawson, have you used the stone? Yes. Uh, with good results? With spectacular results. Everything I touch with it turned to gold. I mean, 
figuratively speaking. Mm, good, good, good. Uh, then you you don't need it anymore. It's done its job. Actually, there's a reason it's called the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, did you ever stop to think why? Well, no. Now, if it turns dross into gold, shouldn't it be called the Magician's Stone or the Sorcerer's Stone? But you see, there's no sorcery or magic involved. It's done with knowledge. Knowledge? Yes, it can only be used by a man who's great knowledge to begin with. And what it does is to encourage him to marshal all of his knowledge and to bring it to bear on a single problem. Oh. Mm. Well, it was a pleasure doing business with you, sir. And, and since you no longer need my Philosopher's Stone, I shall take it with me. Uh, good day, Mr. Lawson. Uh, Mr. Lawson? Yes? You seem to be staring at something. Or is it someone? I wonder if she would actually... Ah, excuse me, Mr. Poole. Gladly, Mr. Lawson. That's a lovely morning, Miss Roselawn. Don't you think so? Oh, yes, I, I think so. <laughs> well, forget it. We've already been through all that nonsense a hundred times. Huh? Let's have lunch. Oh, I'm sorry. You're what? I, I, I can't. Oh. You... You can't. You see, I don't eat lunch, but I do eat dinner. Of course. And they did. And I'm sure they had many dinners from that point on. And then... They included breakfasts. A question you really want to ask me, and I can tell, is... Did Mrs. Jeffries actually recover the real stone? Or did she simply buy another that resembled it? I don't know. Even if I could ask her, would I believe her? I'll be back shortly. Philosopher's Stone. It has come to symbolize the ready answer, the instant solution, the immediate fulfillment. It has always been, and probably shall always be, mankind's most urgent quest. When I say mankind, I don't say it with a cosmic capital letter. I mean most of us. How many of us keep looking for the gimmick the password, the open sesame that enables us to enjoy the sweet of the goal without enduring the sweat of the journey. Our cast included Russell Horton, Earl Hammond, Ray Owens, and Bryna Rayburn. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. You have the diction of a man who's been to college. I have a master's degree in economics from Harvard University. And you settled for a job as a handyman chauffeur? One must begin somewhere. Mm -hmm. You don't sound like an American. Uh, were you born here? Uh, no, sir. Now that I listen, that's an unusual accent. Yes, sir. Why'd you turn here? 
Smith? Smith, I'm talking to you. This is not the way to Wall Street. Why are we stopping? Move over. Young woman, who do you think you are? Do as she says. I'll open my purse. Look. Hmm? That's a gun. Yes. I shall hold the gun, but it shall be hidden by my purse. If you give me any trouble, I can fire through the purse and kill you. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. WBBM Chicago. It's Northwest Federal Savings Time. We've got more time for you. So inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant...